Welcome back to another episode of the Panhandle Portland Podcast. My name is Chase Mendoza. I'm Stetson Mendoza. I'm Aurelio Serta. And I'm Alan Jones. And that's right, we have Alan with us for one more, like I said in the last episode. But, we just got back from a pronghorn hunt, and it went amazingly well. Is that the best way to put it, Stetson? It went about as accurate as we could possibly think. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the most... Badass, well, not badass, the most successful hunting trip I think we've ever been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we definitely got what we wanted. What we wanted, I mean, and more. Yeah. Because we, we, of course, got to have our varmint tags. Mm-hmm. We got the whole nine. We decided to go to New Mexico. We decided to just go out, spend the money, and um, we had two pronghorn tags, Abigail and Chase, and there was two pronghorns on the ground, which we'll go more in detail here in a minute. Which will eventually get Abigail on a podcast so she can be on a pedestal. But I figured it'd be yeah. like towards the end of the season when she could talk about her 12 animals that she shoots because yeah. she's always dropping them. Yeah, so far she is the, she's top of the leaderboard for the Pain into Portland crew. Yeah, that's true. Rightfully so, rightfully just, just, so. Just because last year, yeah, <laughs> last 20. year alone nobody got anything and she shot, well Radio got a doe, um, but she shot a doe. A buck, another buck, another yeah. buck. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we we shot two pronghorn and two coyotes. Yeah. So to to start off, I have two boxes of bullets. One of them only had two shells, and the other one was full, and I forgot to take the full one. This will come in play later. But so it was Friday. We loaded up all the kids, we loaded up everything, and then we hauled ass over there, and we get over there for some evening scouting, and we didn't see anything. We had a big halt for that storm. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty cool looking. That's I true, too. Yeah. I told y'all about that, but uh, I even have a picture, but it was just coming straight off the bluffs. That's probably the first time. Me and Alan have been there a bunch of times, and... It was just coming straight off of the bluffs, and I'm going to show you a picture real quick, which is, I don't know, I guess I can post it so everyone else can be like, well, we don't want to see it, but yeah, I mean, so we were scouting. Yeah, so we loaded up in the, uh, we loaded up in the truck, we got over there unpacked, of course, and you know, all that stuff in the headquarters, <laughs> loaded up, and then we took off, and yeah. It started it, hammering on us. It we got there right as it was ending, right? Like, it had just ended, and then we had, like, maybe enough time to unpack everything. And then by the time we were, like, hitting the road and we were, you know, on looking for some pronghorn for in the morning, it was already raining again, like, pretty freaking hard. So we just, you know, headed back to the headquarters and stayed the night and just woke up early in the morning for the next day. Which started off, you know, we were looking. It kind of took a little bit, but then finally we ended up seeing two buck, two bucks. And uh, one of them, both of them were actually pretty good looking. One of them was better than the other, which I'm almost certain. Because you remember how there was that one that was almost straight up, and then there was the one that was straight, and then he curled. The one that was in the back. Whenever we were looking at them, there was mm-hmm. one in the front and the one in the back, and then that one in the back had the curl. 
I wonder if that was was the one that I got. But yeah, possibly, but there was about twenty seven bucks yeah. out there. But <laughs> so we start off the morning, we only see the two at first, and so they were locked onto the truck. So Stetson and I thought what we'll do is we'll get out of the truck and try to put a stock on them, which antelope great eyesight makes it really hard, especially because they're fast as hell. But we got pretty good distance, and as I was getting ready to like set up on one of them, all of a sudden says like, wait, there's another one. And <laughs> that one is the one that's still, I'm like, oh, I should Yeah, I, yeah, I look back. Them. While we were walking towards these two, I looked back towards the truck. I was trying to see if Abigail was trying to figure out if she was going to move to where she can distract them, and then we can keep moving forward on closing the gap. And as I looked towards the truck, as the, the truck, let's say it's southeast of us, I looked straight south and just coming behind these two bucks, which I should have known uh, as much as we've been scouting and reading those antelope. Usually if there's two, there's 20. Yeah. <laughs> about the way it seems. No, even, which even, I found even during, even during rut season, day. like they just they're just in packs. And it was probably one of the biggest pronghorns I've seen to this day. He was and big. He was he was a good dude. We and closed the gap on him. I dropped down to one knee and I was set up and I was like right behind him and then internal chase started talking and psyching myself out and was like well they're really fast so you basically have one shot one opportunity sees everything you ever wanted (laughs) (laughs) so it was like if i don't then what and then that kind of just psyched myself out where i'm like well aim a little bit more forward take out the legs and sweep the leg, Johnny, and just make sure he can't get away. And then I'm like, well, if you're already thinking about that, just don't even take the shot. So I didn't take the shot. I psyched myself out, and yeah, I shouldn't have, but... So my perspective, two minutes later, (laughs) I was was like, like, Chase, are you comfortable, or do you want to shoot? And I can just tell just so many things are running. But it was what we were talking about. Um, that we talked about before that you're aiming at a target you practice 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 whenever you have an actual animal on your sights in your crosshairs it's a whole different ball game and so everything starts racing all your factors start going and you're like well I know how fast this animal is I know how far I am ballpark we didn't have yeah. a rangefinder. we were just kind of ballparking it and we're about 180 yards Yeah. and we did decide to close the gap Yeah. and that's where he 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 bolted, and when he bolted, it's like every other game animal. Supposedly, they know it's hunting season; they know it's time. Previous, we were getting about thirty to sixty yards from these yeah. antelope, and then this whole entire day, we couldn't even get within we hundred get, yards, yeah. and they were moving. Yeah. But. Yeah. But so yeah, so then after, after that. Abigail pulled up with the truck. We hopped back in and kind of didn't really see anything for them. But we did, but they were on the other side of the fence. A property that we couldn't. Yeah. Yes. So it was, it was kind of like fishing, honestly. It was like we were trying to rush, but we just had to be patient. It, they were making their way towards the 
towards the fence, towards the property that we were on. So it was just wait for them to get there was essentially it. And so it was, it was what, around 10 whenever we headed into town, we're like, all right, well, we got to go get diesel for the Mahindra. Yeah. We get some, the kids are already asking about snacks and I'm hungry and blah, blah, blah. So we're like, all right, we'll go in, get the diesel, get them something to snack on, come back and maybe they'll, you know, have made it over. And you're the one that spotted them as we were coming in. Yeah, right when we came in to the entrance, it's about a half mile before it hits the property line of the home place. And so we're driving that, just coasting our way, and of course we can see antelope because they're on the property that you can't hunt. That's notorious to how it goes. And the heart-shaped antelope that, it's the crooked heart is what Abigail calls it. That's the one that we've been scouting. We've seen like three previous times um, that we've been to New Mexico. And we didn't see him at all. Usually he's there on the home place first thing in the morning all the way till 10 o'clock. And we never even saw him. And I was like, of course, it's going to be on opening day when we're trying to get him. And then lo and behold, as soon as we're about to cross the cattle guard, boom, he's headed to the home place by himself. And so, which we thought at that point. And so I said, well, there he goes. I said, let him make his way. I said, let's go get the Mahindra. Let's fill it up. As we cross the cattle guard, Chase is like, hold on, look. And we looked, and there's just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen. Fifteen does. And uh, pronghorn out there, which yeah. we didn't know at the time. We said there's going to be a buck in there, obviously. Yeah. We didn't know that the only buck was the brood that Abigail ended up her heart-shaped one he was by himself going to those does and so he crosses the fence i make a game plan thinking like hey chase and um raquel y'all jump in the mahindra we'll go down the fence line we'll kind of corner them in just in case if there's another buck so we can just drop both bucks tag out and so we take the road the trail going down the fence line they take off on the trail that goes to the middle of the property, and... It wasn't a trail. <laughs> I was not on <laughs> a trail. I tried, so, where they were set up in that square, I was trying to go as far, kind of, I guess it would be south of them. That way, if they did spook, then they would go right towards Stetson and Abigail. So that was kind of my thought. So, right whenever I get in... Right whenever I get in and I'm pointing at it, I start going far right, as far as I can. Well, then I lose track of where the antelope are until they're 40 yards away from me. And I was like, oh, shit. So I slam on the brakes, kill it, and then they take off. So my first thought is, I fucked up Abigail's shot. I completely ruined the hunt. It's all my fault. Everybody's going to hate me. (laughs) And then Stetson calls me and he's like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you ruined the. Home. I was like, wait, what you. happened? What is going on? But this is the first year that it's rained. It's new territory. Chase has no idea. He's just thrown in a Mahindra. It's like, go. And the mesquite's like 10 foot tall yeah. for some reason instead of 2 foot tall. And Well, because of all the moisture. So it's not just for some reason. And anyway, so they're all taking off. So I'm like, well, anyways, let's make sure that we're not losing out. And so I start glassing them. 
doe, 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 doe. It's just all does just running across there. So I was like, okay. And I think I was still on the phone with you. And I was yeah. like, hey, there's no bucks. I said, so so we're good. I said, but hold on. And I was like, where is um, Abigail's buck? Where's the buck that we're trying to get? And we didn't see him. They all jumped the fence. And then Abigail's like, right there. Yeah. So I said, there he is. And so he's just, they're, they're rutting already. They're already full on rut. I mean, he's staggering. He's hurting. And so he's he's just making his way, making his way, making his way. And so I'm already thinking he's about to hit the property line. So I'm asking Abigail, I'm like, well, so what do you want to do? And she just stays dead quiet. I said, okay. And so I'm just sitting there watching, watching, watching. And I was like, okay, she's, she's going to shoot. I said, whether he stops or not, she's going to shoot. I can already tell she's going to. And so he starts moving, 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 moving. And she like goes and gets posted up and everything. I was like, oh man. I was like, I, I didn't think she was going to shoot. I was like, he, he's, cause she, for one, she, she wants it to be the most comfortable shot she can possibly take. If she has to take a risky shot, she's usually not going to. That's just her nature. She wants to give the animal the benefit of the doubt. So, but this is the buck that she's been wanting. And it's on the property that we've been looking at buying. Like everything just worked out exactly yeah. how we thought it was going to happen. And he just took he just took off took off and as soon as he passed the mesquite he did one quick look back and boom she shoots and he hunkers down so i was like you got him and then he just tears for the fence i was like oh no and so i was like okay i was like he's he's gonna go across we'll have to go talk to the next property owner and see if we can go in there and finish him off boom she shoots again and i just see him just right when he's getting ready to cross he just drops he jumps back up he turns around and he disappears but he's running back like he's running back like towards us towards the property so i told abigail i said what i was like i'm you hit him on that one i said i just don't know where you hit him and so i was like just hold on hold on so we're sitting there she's breathing real hard Chase is like, what's going on? I was like, hold, just come to us. You called me. So in the midst of all that, Stetson is on the phone with me telling that I basically fucked up the entire hunt. And then, <laughs> and then I hear, no, and then I hear Abigail go, there he is. And then says, it's like, oh, there he is. And he doesn't even hang up. I hang up because he's like done with the phone. And so then Raquel's like, should we drive? And I'm like, no, we're not moving. I was like, I'm not moving anywhere. And it's like maybe it felt like it felt forever. like it felt forever, <laughs> but it was honestly like maybe like maybe a minute, and I hear boom, like ten seconds, boom, and then Raquel's like, "You think they got him?" And I was like, "Either way, I'm probably gonna cut, gonna get gonna get a call from Stetson." And then I get a call from Stetson. He's like, "Dude, she got him, but I can't find him." I know that she got him, but he turned and he's running back in. He's like, come and meet up with us so we can go see if we can find him. So, all right, cool. So that's never, I start up and this is where I jump back into the story. Yeah. So, wait, 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 wait. So, so where's yours? Where's yours that you shot? Mine isn't until later. later. Oh, okay. I thought you shot already. No. Because I, I have, thought he was calling you saying that you've, 
You have to up the No, I have it up because I pulled up on him with a Mahindra. Oh, okay. In like okay. 40 yards and spooked them all under yeah, the Yeah, so fence. they're all running. I they're scared away the herd All he back did was just drive up. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I, I jump out of the truck. Right after I got the phone with him, I jump out of the truck and I told him, so let me just look. I said, because I don't want him to get back up because we always hear about deer. I'm not big on hunting antelope. This is probably the second or third time I've ever hunted antelope in my whole life. I don't know the whole story. I don't even know the score of them. Like, I, I mean, I, I know how you score them. Like, I guess 70s Boone and Crockett, 70 inches. Whenever they say, like, deer, it's like 180 inches. But, of course, they have all these different antlers. Yeah. And so, I'm, I'm just not... That's why I was wanting to scout so much. I was wanting to actually just figure them out before I actually go out there and hunt them. Uh-huh. And so, that's why we we're trying to... So, you're still going to shoot an animal... Me? Yeah. I'm more on meat, and yeah. I've mentioned this before, and I'm not real big on antelope, which we'll try jerky here in a minute. I actually brought some. We can try it and see what we think of it, but um, we'll talk about that here in a second. Anyway, so I jump up on the truck, and I look, and I peek over the mesquite, and the only thing I see is the white ass, <laughs> and I see one horn. And I, I, I just, I just started yelling. I said, Abigail, you got him. Like, you shot him. And she's like, what? And I said, he's dead. I see him. And so she starts freaking out, chasing them, pull up. Yeah. I said, let's go. So we just all jump in the Mahindra and start creeping up there. And he was dead. Yep. Which I'm glad he was dead in the water because before we even had a chance to even walk up to him, the kiddos already were running. Oh, yeah. Like Woodrow and Rila were running to that pronghorn, and I was like, oh. I was like, oh, nope. I was like, hold on, you do not just run up to a dead animal that you don't know is fully dead. They're already going up there, grabbing him by the horse, <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> oh man, it scared me so bad. I was like, that thing's gonna jump up and start mauling him. But yeah, so she shot that one. And then we went, we, we loaded him up, we w- took off back to the house, we processed him, and... Um, After that, we were fired up. Yeah, then we're like, it's, it's about to get Yeah, lit. we're like, it's, it's game time, now it's time for number two. But then, we found out real quick, because we had your, your uh, the neighbor was kind of helping us, because he was doing some other hunts, and so he would see some that were kind of on our spot, and be like, hey, you have like three over here, and would get pretty good setups, but they they don't wait. <laughs> they you get you get your crosshairs right on them, and you got like two seconds, and then they're gone. They start moving again, and so it was just it was real hard. Yeah, and, I thought that it would be super simple to hunt antelope, and it's not. Yeah, they are but, on the move all the time. Like me and uh, me and Seth were talking, we were just like. We were driving around on that Mahindra, and I was like, I think we just need to, we need to chill. This is opening day. We got tomorrow. I think we just, and we both came to the, you know, the same deal. Let's, let's just calm down. Let, you know, we're going to rush things. We're going to end up messing up. Let's just calm down, take it slow, and let it happen for us. Almost like I was saying earlier, almost like fishing. Just be patient. Just kind of take a sit back. So then, essentially, what we did was we went ahead and, you know, we ate lunch and everything right after processing and all that stuff. We went back. We met up with the girls. 
and we all loaded up into the Mahindra, and we just kind of went to go cruising around. Was, I mean, shoot, I brought my gun just in shit case. Because we had a game plan for the morning. Yeah. So we're basically just cruising that evening, so then that way we can just relax, hang out, and then in the morning we come up with the game plan again, hopefully get that big one that we saw previous. Yeah. yeah. And so that's where we're at. So... We brought the we I brought my two forty three with me just in case, and then we're driving around, and then Stetson is like, "There's a coyote right over there," so I was like, "Oh shit, well, let's get him." So then we pull over, and I just pop out. He was what like a hundred yards over on the other side. Yeah, so I go popping up, shoot, drops, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, Stetson!" Everyone's like, "Oh," yeah. and I'm like. Fuck yeah, you know, yeah. rubbing the dust on my shoulder, put the gun back, go to getting in. The sense is like, he got back up. I was like, no! It's <laughs> like, wait a minute. He's getting back up. <laughs> so then I pull out and I shoot again, and that's where that two bullet story from the beginning kind of comes in. Shot and I missed right over the top of him. I was like, god dang it. And the sense is like, well, shoot him again. I was like, I'm out. He's like, you're out? And I was like, yeah, I only brought my two. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me right now? So then, unbeknownst to me, they had brought Gilbert's 25-06 that I had used to kill my first muley. So that was pretty cool, being able to get my first pronghorn with the same gun that I got my first mule deer with. That was pretty cool. But uh, So we go back and go and pick it up finish off the coyote and then go driving off around some more essentially and uh then are you gonna post that picture of that because then we come across a mangy coyote yeah so we had uh an owner a neighbor of ours or of donnie's that had mentioned that mangy is getting really bad in uh just around that area around that San home area and We've seen a couple coyotes. We didn't think it was that bad because in Texas, Panda, we think every coyote has names. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all look like chupacabras. Yeah. But anyways, um, so we're driving and Raquel's the one that's like, what is that? And we're like, those are pronghorn. I said, they're loyal. She said, no, like, what is that right there? And we looked at about 60 yeah. yards. There was the mangiest, yeah. most... <laughs> Oh, it was oh it was terrifying. Stetson was so then Stetson shoots, he's running off, Stetson gets him, he drops. And then Abigail says, I think that one was the one with Mage, and then Stetson's like, You should have seen him in the scope. He's like, it was scary. <laughs> oh man. So then I'm like, Well, we gotta go look at him. Then yeah. Raquel's like, take my phone so you can take a picture. So then me and Stetson go to creep up to this dead coyote with mange and I have never seen yeah oh my god that was the scariest thing I've seen in my whole life I, I shot him and I hit him and he dropped he looked and like Ed I from the shot again bad no bad worse yeah, they're bad I just didn't stop shooting at him I shot him I shot him I shot him and I hit him three times I wanted to make sure that he was dead because I was scared it was, I, I'm trying to find a picture, and I guess, um. Please tell me you guys got a picture. No, we did, we did, okay, we did. There he is. And 
Oh he's, my god. I told you. <laughs> he's in bad shape. Yeah. Look at his eyes. Like, zoom in on the eyes. His eyes were sunken in. Lifeless. It was. Oh my, it looks like a hyena. Yeah. I remember that one, yeah. oh, remember that one you gross. shot way back in the day. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I was telling them about Same that. Thing, I said, yeah. honestly, the first yeah. coyote I ever shot with my 17 inch MR was a chupacabra. You were the same way. You were like. <laughs> dumping rounds of it. <laughs> oh my stop. gosh, that, that'd be so scary to see that out there. I would have. Yeah. Oh, put he was sixty rounds. yards, and, and Raquel, yeah, Raquel Chase's wife, was like, "What is that?" And we're like, "Oh, those are antelopes." There was antelope. Yeah, they're antelope in the distance. In the background, so we're sitting there looking, and she goes, "No, right there." And we just look down, and we're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> and all of us show Alan, and all of us. Just freaked out. I just grabbed my 17. I just started... Just started unloading. I was like, die! It was, it was terrifying. So, so what is that mange? Like, what is it? Mange like, is a disease. Is it like yeah. rabies? So no, no. It, it eats away at their fur and skin, doesn't it? I don't know exactly what it eats. It eats away at them, but I don't know the extent of what it eats Yeah, away I don't at. know the extent of... Mange, but whenever you talk about it, it's a lot of animals that end up getting mange. Deer can get mange. Yeah. And yeah. It, so it's spreading in the coyotes. And our neighbor told us, she was like, there is coyotes out there that have mange. And she said, if you see them, take them out. This coyote was on her property. But, and so we just, we took them out. And so, so then just, my game plan was she wanted him to take that one out. This lady's land was the one that all the antelope have been on all day. So I'm like, says it, call her. We scratched her back. She should scratch ours. Let us go and get the one. And like we're all driving around and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm telling you, that's what we got to do. And I, mean, I was all talking about it. And then I see a big old mesquite. Two big mesquites. And in between the two mesquites, I saw basically a heart. And then I just stopped. And I was like, that wasn't a mesquite. So I put it in reverse, back up, and then he was within 100 yards at first. I pop off, grab the grab the rifle, and try to get a shot, and finally he's, you know, takes off. So in a sense, it's like, get in the back! And he hops in the driver's seat, so I hop in, and off we go chasing after him. And I finally get a good, a good setup. That first shot was, he was over 100 yards, wasn't he? Yeah. But so I I missed on the first one. I thought that I had got. We all thought. It's it sounded. You heard the thud, and he even afterwards was limping on his right leg. I was like, I got him. I was like, I know I got him. So we just kind of followed, and finally, and he was even acting weird because he would, he wasn't running away from us anymore. We he kind of stayed at that one twenty mark and would just kind of maintain it we would move and then he would move it was it was really weird so finally we kind of just pulled up and then just set up and he started you know over on my left and he would walk and then he would stop and it was almost like he would stop and count to three and then he would walk and then he would stop and count to three and then he would walk so i basically just had to sit there and just follow him and he was doing the same stuff so right whenever he finally stopped i had a good shot and broadside dropped him he said i saw him drop and kick and then stetson got out grabbed my leg he's like you got it and i was like oh my god yeah because everyone was like did he fall did he fall and i saw clear as day he dropped yeah 
But um, back up a little bit. What what I thought was really comical. Uh, I don't know if you watched the video that Raquel. No, she didn't show them to me. She still hasn't shown you the no, videos. No. She sent them to me, which I need to edit them to make a video. And it's about <laughs> you already know. I mean, you must have been hyped in the moment, but I didn't hear it until it was hyped in the moment. But um, he's getting ready to shoot, and it's real quiet, and he's sitting there trying to watch to get him to stop. He moves, stop, move, stop. And so we're sitting there waiting, and it's Chase's son, which it's, just, it's real quiet. He goes, come on, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on. Like, shoot already. He kept moving. Oh, man. I was just sitting there. I was, like, I was, was trying so hard not to laugh. It was just enough for you to put the crosshairs on and start, you know, slowly squeeze it, and then he would move. It's like, so then you go and you reset up, and right as you're about to go, he moves again. It was like son. So you just—it was like one of those things. I, it was a—it was an uncomfortable shot because right whenever he stopped, like I straight up I yanked on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was surprising I didn't go over his back. I yanked on it. I was like, I gotta be quick. But yeah. And so he got him. And we were previously that day. He was like, you know what? Honestly, he said, I want to shoot. He said, your picture, perfect pronghorn. He said, I want one that just perfect symmetrical arches, heart shapes. That's exactly what he yeah, shot. Exactly like, that's exactly what he shot. Right. It so, couldn't have been more yeah. perfect. But no, we, uh, during the processing, I blew out the lung. And that first shot was a complete miss. But it was that was the weirdest thing. Because, I mean, while me and Abigail were back, while we were all watching him, he's, he was acting like he got shot. Yeah. It was really he did weird. Move faster, he hunkered, everything. Yeah. But whenever we processed him and examined everything, like it was one shot. Yeah. It was just the kill. It was the second one. But yeah, it was great hunt. We literally both got exactly what we wanted, and then we took down two coyote on top of it. That was good. It was a good weekend, which is. Saturday alone, just because we had yeah. those two hunts in that one Saturday, felt like the entire week. Yeah, it felt. It oh was my a god! Long day. Sunday, whenever you guys got home, I, did you guys just die? Basically, that's what we did. Yeah, we, we got just, home. We, we just, just chilled, watched TV, ate supper, and then that next day, I was just, I was like, man, I'm tired. Yeah. But it was, it was fun. Yeah, it was a really good time. Raquel got to hold the heart, which I I don't think I posted that on there yet. I did on my own separate Facebook page. But that was her first, hers and Woodrow's ever first hunt, like, at all. And I actually thought, like, whenever Abigail fought, like, got hers, I kind of feel bad because I was, like, I was holding back my excitement to see how Woodrow and Raquel were going to react for their first dead body that they've ever seen <laughs> so i was like are they gonna freak out do i need to be supportive what do i need to be whenever i should have been over there shaking shaking abigail you got him yeah but, and abigail got a double lung and it was like a blood yeah. that was just so much <laughs> blood and i remember that's what we were walking up raquel was like there's a lot of blood <laughs> 
But there was. There was. But that was good news. That yeah. was going to be new as long as you don't smell the guts. Because yeah. my first antelope, I've already told that story in the first season. I gut shot him, and it was bad. <laughs> I was never no, good. I was notorious for gut shooting in the guts. But no, both hunts went really, really good. And which you know, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. That was one of the funnest hunts I've been on in a really long time. And what is uh what is uh the price on on a hunt like that? Two seventy. Two seventy. Two seventy for the tag for the tag alone. Mm-hmm. The license, so the license was like sixty five. Yeah. If you weren't able to get it on that weekend, would you have had a chance to get it another no. time? No. So that that's that was for that like, the fourteenth through the sixteenth was that. Oh, okay. We're gonna go back to New Mexico's state statute. Their uh-huh, famous yeah. ways of hunting, which I don't understand. They could be making shit tons of money yeah. by buying previous previous tags, but I guess that can run into a lot of factors of maybe unlawful hunting or poaching i don't know but it's it's one tag per species so chase and abigail both purchased their tag for that three-day weekend then they had to get one on that if they didn't then i would have to purchase the tag and then i I probably honestly would have probably purchased the tag and then let one of them if they weren't able to succeed tag it because i'm not going to shoot a pronghorn which is that still technically unlawful but it doesn't matter well, it's a tag. Been... It's a tag that's being paid for in an animal that's being taken to the ground that has been paid yeah. for and the meat's going to be utilized. So, I don't yeah. know. Well, I'm interested in a hunt like that, but 270 is a lot to risk if you don't get And that's not counting your $65 for oh, the yeah. hunting license itself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. it was... So, I mean, I, we kind of glossed over how much... Like, after Abigail got hers, we kind of glossed over how much antelope we were seeing. And I mean, we were seeing a lot of antelope. It was almost guaranteed. Yeah, and they were they were headed towards our area. It was just be patient yeah. is all that it was. So that's why we were planning Sunday morning. Sunday morning, it's gonna happen. And that my buck was very unexpected. Like we, I wasn't even planning on shooting that evening. Yeah, like, we, at all. we were already having a game plan in the morning. Yeah, but you already know. But me. Going into the hunt, you already know how I am. I'm like, Alabama, hurry to get things done. <laughs> I'm like sitting there, my wheels are turning, like we're going to have both of them drop by 10 o'clock that morning on Saturday. We'll have them processed by lunch. We'll eat lunch. We'll hang out, and then we'll head out. And so we'll just cut this whole weekend short. They get what they want. We can, we're good to go. And it didn't work out that way. So me, I'm already thinking like, oh, man. So maybe I'm over here trying to guide these hunts. I'm like, maybe it's not going to work like we're failing. Uh-huh. But then that afternoon, just like Abigail's constantly say, saying, look, listen, when we've been scouting, they don't come out till like noon. And then they pan out. And sure shit, like right after lunch, every single pronghorn yeah. decided to come out of the woodworks. And we started seeing like 50 of them. Yeah. And they're just everywhere. And so we had options at a point. Yeah. We were sitting on a hill, me and Chase just glassing, and we counted 10 bucks and about 15 does. Yeah, so it was, which th- ones are we going to put yeah, the stock on? Yeah, which ones are we going to actually try to take? Those 10 yeah. of them. Yeah. And then that's whenever we decided to say, well, let's just wait. So they're going to actually move in closer towards the evening. 
so let's not worry about it. And then actually, they did. There was two of them. There was his, and there was another one that took off running that were actually right there. So, so it know, went from 400 yards to 100 yards. Yeah. I was going to say, and honestly, the whole reason why we even went driving around to the Mahindra was because of Raquel, because... Abigail had asked her what she wanted to do. She's like, I want to drive around in that thing. That thing yeah. is freaking fun. So then we're like, all right, we'll load up. We'll take the gun just in case. And so we were just having fun as a family and a crew and just driving around, just hanging out, <laughs> essentially. And then we saw that one. And it was like, uh-oh, game time. Yeah. He made one mistake. He let me see him. <laughs> so we processed him, and that night we tried the tenderloins. Mm-hmm. And um, they were good. They were good. The taste was good. Um, the texture was different. Yes. It was more like a go. It was a little tough. Yeah. And so. So it's kind of something that you're gonna have to cook slowly, over time, probably. Maybe yeah. like in a crock pot or something. I would say yes until I made green chili stew with it. And the way that I do mine is I keep, I usually do it with a pork butt, and then I keep it all intact, I braise it, then I basically add all the water, I mean add all the liquid into it that I'm going to use, let it boil, let it cook, then I shred it, put all my vegetables in it, and then I let it cook a little bit more. So it's a very, it's like my green chili stew is like a two hour three hour process I did it with the antelope meat to see how it would taste did it the exact same way it was good it was flavorful but it was Raquel that pointed out she's like whenever you taste the meat she's like just chew it slowly and then breathe out of your nose I'm like okay so then I did it and that kind of so that was a little weird and she's like, did you smell fish? It's like, yeah, I did. And she's like, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, that is weird. So it was it was different. We still ate it, and we're still eating it. You know, we still have our leftovers. We're still eating it. It's, you know, it's still good. Yeah. But it's different. It's different. It's definitely different. But Stetson has a couple bags sitting over here. Yeah, so I made jerky. Because I've had antelope jerky before, and it wasn't bad. Um, and that's what everybody says. So antelope's good as long as you make jerky. Just jerky it because you get the game taste. I love the game taste of deer, mule deer especially. A lot of people don't. A lot of people, when they make deer jerky, they marinate it because they, they have tons of special game marinades out there. And so I was thinking that... Um, maybe I, I tried a, a marinade but I was thinking well you know I'll go ahead and try it because I love the game taste but usually whenever you overcook a game taste you get that fish taste which is that's when me yeah. and Chase are having that discussion where Raquel was saying she tasted fish one time I overcooked jerky I don't know if it was white or mule deer I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was mule deer because they have a gamier taste, but I overcooked it in high school, and I was canning to my friends, and that was one of my buddies pointed out to me, he said, it tastes like fish. I was like, what? 
And I was like, okay. So I took, I took a bite and I like really examined it. And I was like, oh man, why am I giving y'all this? Like it, it, it does taste like fish. And it's because I overcooked it. It was almost burnt. And so it's just one of those things. But I'm going to let, here, I want y'all try this first. This one's the marinated one. I've already tried that one. <laughs> Well, you're gonna try it again here, because we didn't record smell, it. Okay, so try smell that. So smell that. Can you smell the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a radio smell that. Because he said that that other one was really good. It doesn't smell bad. Okay. It's got a different smell to it. Try that one. Oh, it smells like marinade. <laughs> this, one, yeah. this one smells like fresh mule deer. Yeah, it smells different. But it's gonna taste like goat. <laughs> it's gonna taste like goat. goat. A speed goat. Podcast is gonna get. I know, right? <laughs> this is gonna be like some serious ASMR. So, <laughs> if you like that, <laughs> don't do that towards my microphone. Every <laughs> it's really good. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's really good. You do like it? That's good, but it's. Yeah, I already tried that one. Let me try this. But one. it's too marinated. It's just I can't taste the meat. It's all salt. Yeah, it's, it's not salt. It's more like pepper. That mm-hmm. one's good. But when I first tried it, I was like, it has no taste. To me, it does. And then, has I could taste. just taste pepper. Like, even in that one, I could just taste cracked pepper. Yeah. And then, I was like, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. I was like, then I can actually taste it. Mm-hmm. You like the marinade one? I like them both. I like this one better. No, I do like that one better. Could you, really that could you taste the antelope? You yeah. taste yeah. the game? I like that one better, but like that one's pretty That's good. That's what I was about like, to say. It tastes yeah. like a mule deer. To it's me, really it didn't. Better. It is greasy. I'll make it, yeah. Like, you guys, it's kind of waxy. Yeah, but it's goat good. is greasier. So, like, if you think about, and this is what I, I've been telling Stetson, I think I need to cook it with Mexican dishes. Because, like, barilla, barilla tacos, mm-hmm. they're used with goat in Mexico. So a lot of the dishes that we use for beef over here to please the white man is made in Mexico with goat. So I think going with like a Mexican dish, I think would probably be the best way for me to utilize it. But I do have that grinder that I was going to bring over to Stetson's uh, in a couple days and we were going to, or, you know, whenever, and we we're going to see if we can make some sausage with it. Do you have Ziploc bags? Hmm? We can divvy that up if y'all want some. It's cool. so good. Yeah, it really honestly. is. Honestly. Really it's extremely good. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it I, a lot. I do love game taste, but it's just... To me... If I have like four or five beers, though, <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's, right, not, it's so not bad. So right now, it tastes if good. If it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, hey, there's jerky, I want a snack, I'm like, oh, that is goat. <laughs> no, I mean, I tried it before we even started drinking. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's good to me. It's just that aftertaste, Yeah. Yeah. it feels kind of waxy, the fat from it. Okay, so in reality, jerky, a lot of people don't do fat. Mm-hmm. Um me, my kid, she's just a fat frenzy. She weighs yeah, like yeah. 10 pounds. She's light as a feather, but she is obsessed with the fat on steaks, obsessed with the fat on bacon, yeah. obsessed with just fat on jerky. 
And so I make everything with fat because she wants that extra game taste. Of course, that fat's going to pull out the game oh, yeah. that quick. And so you can always pull around it because you can obviously tell it's white. Yeah. And, but, so if you don't try the fat, then, but it's, it's goat. You're still going to get that greasy, waxy yeah, yeah, yeah. texture. Yeah. All dad is 10 times worse. Odd, and maybe I don't know if y'all like that. Maybe y'all y'all can tolerate all that. I, I really not, like. I, that. Could, yeah, that's, I could that's not really tolerate good. all that. I could really not. I might like all that then, because that's that's actually really good. Like, there's a lot of people that use hey, uh, that use know. goat for barbacoa, like over in Mexico. Because it's that's barilla. No, they also use barbacoa. Barbacoa is beef. There, there's a whole debate on that that okay. we'll get into, but okay, but. Uh, here's if, it, if it's goat, it's, it's funny. I'm just saying, but there's a whole debate on it. Used to work with a guy straight from Mexico. What did he do with the goat that he bought? Killed it and made some barbacoa and barilla. So get out of my face, buddy. And that was some of the best barbacoa I ever had because it's already greasy. Mm-hmm. It's just naturally greasy animal because they're gross. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I was thinking about doing like an asado, mm-hmm. doing some red chilies, smothering it, and that'd be really good with some papas. Oh yeah, I got some ideas. I got some ideas. I'll post some pictures on the thingy, the Facebook. I'll probably, I'll probably do backstrap like I usually do backstrap. I'll butterfly, put it on the grill, put seasonings on it, and then I'll also. Um, chicken fry yeah. or make, make deer nuggets make pronghorn nuggets I'll try it but uh, I don't know I mean Abigail likes it Ryla likes it of course she likes anything that's meat but as far as me I mean y'all had my I actually way what did I say knocked on it too hard y'all liked it I didn't like it so much. Mm. I guess I claimed that I like game taste, but for some reason, this one I thought was, <laughs> was, was too gamey. Yeah, yeah, if you guys, if you guys end up buying land out there, dude, I'd love to kill an animal. But I'm, I'm super nervous about that. It's kind of expensive. You should. Hey, <laughs> I mean, mean next, well, then next year take it into fact, and then next year we'll go. Well, next year I'll probably just save up and then just do it anyways. Just, just go out there with you. Maybe me and you can get one next year. We're all four. Stetson wants to take his with a bow. I mean, Chase and, and Abigail, they're going to probably do it again, mm-hmm. hands down. I'm not. You don't want to? I got my one. So now I'm on to the next animal. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, I'll probably I, do it, but I'll probably try to do it. The, the whole reason why I did this pronghorn hunt, essentially is because I, I've always wanted to take down an antelope. Mm-hmm. And so I was, it's kind of the same reason why I joined the military. It was like, uh, I'm going to do, I'm always going to do four years. At least four years. And it's kind of the same thing. At least one antelope. And there you go. I at least got my one. I mean, after a while, depending on how, honestly, it depends on how 
the rest of the family takes to the antelope meat. Because right now, Raquel kind of liked it. Woodrow didn't really like the green chili stew. He liked the potatoes. Yeah. He liked everything else. But with the meat, he didn't really like it. So if I can find a dish that he likes the antelope with, then yeah, you know, then I don't mind. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to do a hunt and get all this meat that's just for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to do that. Because I know Raquel and Woodrow like deer. I know that they both like elk. You know, they've tried moose before too. They've tried all kinds of stuff. And antelope was the first one that Woodrow's like, I don't know. I, like, I think I'm kind of the same like, way with, with, with you on that. Is like, I want to shoot an antelope. Just get my one and yeah. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get that yeah. one. Mount his head on the wall. Yep. Be like, I, I shot one. We had the meat. Yeah. It was good, you know. If it happens again, then it happens again. But yep. if not, then, you know. Whatever. I mean, you know, who knows in March, whenever, because, you know, we're expecting the second baby now. So whenever she, taste buds changing and all that stuff with pregnancy, whenever she's done, you know, if Raquel devours the rest of the meat that we have left over, then, yeah, maybe next season I'll take another one down. Yeah. But, I mean, that all, like I said, that all just depends on how they take to the meat. If I, if they don't eat it, yeah, I'm not going to get one. I'm not going to be selfish like that and yeah. just get one just for me. Yeah, I'm the same way with Cassandra, too. Like, she'll try everything once, but, like, she doesn't like it. Yeah. I mean. Well, now, like, over there hunting antelope, I'm the hunting guide, and then the two hunters, they shoot a pronghorn bigger than me, so <laughs> now i got to shoot a bigger pronghorn. <laughs> yeah. But no, honestly, like for the hunt, for the hunt alone, like you take me aside. If you're one of those people that just hunts for the antlers, I don't know why you do that, but the you know, hunt. you know, if you're all about the hunt, great animal. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, that was And it was actually challenging. I yeah. thought going into it that it's just the right which it shouldn't be. But I thought mm-hmm. going into it that so it was going to be okay, they're pronghorn, they're curious. A lot of them are more curious than mule deer. They're going to run up to you. Yeah. And especially with the rifle, yeah. you're going to drop them. The key with no. antelope is always remember whenever you spook them and they dart off, they will stop. Within 100 yards, they will stop and turn. They're curious. Mm-hmm. They may bolt right after that. Depending on how long they stop, I cannot tell you. But they will turn and stop and look yeah. at you. But it was more challenging than I thought. But yeah. It was a lot more challenging than I thought. And it was just the right amount of challenging. Yeah. It wasn't like we didn't it wasn't kill our, we didn't kill ourselves. It wasn't given to us. It was just enough that we went and did the thing. It was a hunt. It like was a we hunt. Were it was hunted. Yeah, it was a great hunt. That's awesome. And it'd be re- it honestly would be really fun to do it with all of us. Honestly, it would be. That would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's just. Like us four. Yeah. And we all just pile in and all four of us have a tag. Yeah. It would actually be pretty fun. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. Well, uh, this jerky is so good. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't say anything in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> well, I've never hunted pronghorn before, so I really don't have much to say, but. So you do enjoy it? So I would, really like that. So jerky. would you? Would so would you, you stock it? your freezer? Would you hunt your pronghorn and stock your freezer? Obviously. I mean, it, if you had three hundred and I need to try other dollars, dishes. If you had three hundred fifty dollars on the jerky alone, you can, you know, 
you're gonna get a lot. If why, why do you, lot yeah, but why do you try other dishes? Because the main thing is if you actually well, like the jerky, well, the thing yeah. is you though, can is stock like, up. That's your if, snack for the year. But the thing <laughs> though is, is that like you gotta make with, it with, with, with that. Like I can save up for that one and then just like kill that one. But like every year, I couldn't do four hundred dollars every year. It is a lot of money. Well, yeah, that, that is a lot. Yeah, of money. I couldn't do that every year. Go like maybe once, That's like really good, every though. you know five or six years, whatever. But like. I want to at least do it once just to say, you know, hey, yeah. you know, I did And there's it. some with pepper and there's some that's not. Yeah. Because yeah. I had part of it for Ryla because she doesn't do pepper. And I had mm-hmm. part of it just regular salt and pepper. And I just threw it on one bag because I told Abigail and Ryla, I said, I don't know if y'all are going to eat it. Oh, yeah. They they were eating it, but <laughs> but yeah. I still swiped oh, it from them. Okay. I mean, that is really good. So next year, yeah. I'd like to shoot one next year if, if possible. You know, I'll save up, get that one if we get that one. Hopefully, but um, who knows? Maybe that awesome. monster that I missed out on would be, still be there. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, the neighbor said yeah. that he had six guys hunting. He said they didn't get him. No. Because they no, they didn't get the other one either. The one that we saw with the kickers at the back. Yeah. We saw a pronghorn that not only went up, and then had the of course the the horns going out the front. It splits, and then and then it heart shaped yeah it even had two horns like branched out the back dang yeah it was a massive he was a monster he was an old dog like you can tell even in the binoculars he just had a bunch of like lumps which is like on mule deer or whitetail on their antlers you know how they're all like balled up at the bottom yeah they have a bunch of bumps it's their their age they're they're up there i don't know if that's the same with pronghorn because i don't know pronghorn so somebody can correct me and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. But either way. I've been hunting Brock yeah. for 30 years. For 30 <laughs> days. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he was huge. And he wasn't shot. Or that, um, I don't think that that tall, tall one that we spotted the first day was shot. Just because um, our neighbor said, like, right whenever they showed up. Like he was headed east and kept going east, and that was the last that we saw him. Yeah, because he so that was on his property, and they said they saw a huge one. He just headed east and he left the country. So yeah. if he comes country, around, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the state line is literally like ten miles away. And those, and not, I'm gonna say he headed to Afghanistan to go get those free <laughs> weapons over there. Yeah, oh <laughs> that's where he left. <laughs> So so, what's what's next for us? I guess um, September September first is rolling in. It's coming in pretty quick. Dove season. Dove, dove, dove yep. season's coming up. And then um, yeah, archery. Dove. And then archery. And then archery. Yeah. I've, I've, well, well, for me, September first to the twenty fourth is archery mule deer. But that's another thing we're talking yeah. about. We have not seen deer. I haven't seen a deer no. one. Wow. Last year, I saw I saw does like in June, in <laughs> July. This year, I've not seen a deer. Really? One at the home place. Not and, one single deer. And do you think that has a lot to do with like the weather, like? The yeah, because oh, yeah, they have the so much vegetation. Because they have so much vegetation. Yeah. And so no I mean, it was the same thing. They have so many places to drink water. <laughs> yeah. And so whenever they, they don't need to go to the water hole that I'm posting up at and hunting at because yeah. they have a hundred other water holes. No, exactly, and the and this is the exact same way whenever we were hunting antelope. Whenever you'd go and you'd spook them. They would do a circle, and then they would pick a direction, and then they would run. 
they would do that circle because there's so many different watering holes that you can go to. There's so many different ways that you can run and that cover. has everything that yeah, you need. Yeah. So they, it's like they didn't even know where they wanted to go, so they took a second and then they bolted. Yeah, the neighbor, like the one that was helping us, he has been hunting them for, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years. He's and he was like, guys. he was like, this is the first year. This is the first year that he said, I don't know what they're doing. He's like, they're just like circling up. He's like, they want to leave, but then they're coming back. He's yeah. like, so he's like, I don't know if we should stay here or move to a different spot. But then when you move to a different spot, which we witnessed that we were at, yeah. there was three bucks and we were sitting right at this dirt tank. Then we get a call on the radio and he said, Hey, we, we left. It wasn't even 10 minutes later. We leave. And we we're getting a call, and, we, and he said, hey, there's three bucks. And I was like, well, where? He said, okay, do you remember that dirt tank right at the corner of, like, this property and this property? And I said, yeah. I said, we were just there. He said, well, there's three bucks there. So wow. we, yeah. we made a complete circle and came back, and those three bucks were standing exactly where we were parked. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and so like, we were like, And that was, like, oh. within 10 minutes, like 15 minutes. Yeah, it that. was insane there. So they, I mean, they didn't even know what they wanted to do because there's so many options. So you can only imagine with the deer too. So so that with the deer, like, do you think it's gonna be the kind of the same way with like uh, with the dove too, or do you think the dove are still gonna come back? Oh, the dove will. There's so many dove. Yeah. As long, if there's vegetation over here, there's vegetation over here. There's vegetation over here. The dove are gonna be over here. They're gonna yeah. be over here. Yeah. They're gonna be over there. So yeah, I just throw up those decoys, draw them in. Not even like they're at the they're PBR, everywhere. At, yeah, oh, right really? now. <laughs> yeah. Even at yeah. work. Yeah, Dang, I, haven't, I haven't been out there. In like, I could step out my front door in the evening and we were just. Whenever we were shooting skeet last, there was so many yeah. just flying right by our skeet, and it was yeah. like, you're just you're just wanting it. <laughs> what, is, what is it, the Eurasian you can shoot all year round? Yeah, Eurasian with all year round, no back limit. But you have to have a, I think you have to have a hunt. Yeah, you have to have the license. Yeah, yeah. I think mine is actually up. Just recently, I think. See, and that's where I'm at because I know I'm going to get the license to do the bird hunts. I mean, to do the dove hunt. But I'm kind of on the fence about getting, about hunting big game in Texas now. I kind of think I may just go birds for the rest of the season. But, I mean, it would be nice to do another, you know, to do a deer hunt. But that's now because technically, whenever I moved, I'm out of stater no matter what. Yeah. Like, Unless I hunt in Colorado, which, yeah, if I want to go hunt elk and I have a week to go hunt elk, I could get a tag for 50 bucks right now. So, so, te- <laughs> so technically, your your license is still Colorado? Still Colorado. Oh, okay, okay. So, I have to pay, I had to pay the out-of-state fee for New Mexico, and if I want to hunt in Texas, I have to pay the out-of-state fee for New Me- uh, for Texas. What's the out-of-state fee for Texas, do you know? Uh, the big game package that you guys usually get, the one that comes with all the deers yeah, yeah, and the yeah. turkey and the exotic, all that, that cost me $315. Holy shit, that's a lot. Yeah. So, how much so, does it cost just for... Um... I don't know. I need to call and see if I can get, like, one single tag. If they do that, but I don't think that Texas I'm does that. Saying. You have to get your general hunting license, and for an out-of-state resident, for your general hunting license, I almost want to say it's almost 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you can't, like, talk to a game warden and say, like, hey, I just moved here, like, haven't you? It depends on their regulations. I'm pretty sure you have to be a resident for, you have to be in the state of, in the state of Texas for six months. That's the way it is in Colorado, too, is you have to be a resident for six months to be to get that residence, 
that residency. Because I know, because whenever I took mine in, that was the whole deal with us going and getting my elk tag. Yeah, they made because like they proof. I had to have Raquel send a picture of our lease to show that I had been living there. Because whenever I got my license switched, it was within, you know, that six months. And he was like, no, like this, no, I can't sell you this. So she had to send me the picture of the lease that showed. While we're standing in Walmart. Yeah, while we're standing in Walmart. Huh. But Colorado's more strict than Texas. So, but I mean, also, then again, it's, you know, that's the law. If If it is the law, I don't know. Some states do three months. Some states do six months. It just depends on the state. Yeah. Because if it's three months, then yeah, I'm good. But. So, yeah. Well, as much as I'm sure fans love hearing us chewing on jerky, <laughs> it's probably a, probably a good time to go ahead and end the episode. So don't forget to go and like and follow heart and all that stuff and follow our Facebook page. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify. Facebook. Wherever you get your podcast or whatever it's No, we're Spotify exclusive. I want, I'm trying to do to where I could just say wherever you find your podcast, but we're not quite there yet. You can find us on Spotify. <laughs> Everybody has Spotify. Yeah. But other than that, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. See ya.